Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com and Draft.com, where if you use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Mike, no time for small talk. I'm excited to talk about LeBron. Oh, uh, yeah. So LeBron uh, is on the Cavs again, and uh, he is going. To, he's one of the best players in the league. And the Cleveland Cavaliers foolishly uh, let him go, and they're going to be living a life of uh, basically um, obscurity as a franchise for the next two decades. So what? what's crazy is – all the people who cover this team and all the people uh, around them, like they're like, oh, we're we're still a playoff team in the East. We're still a playoff team. Like Kevin Love on the Timberwolves could never make the playoffs, or if they did, they were bounced in the very first round. And now he's what five years older and not as good. Yeah, not the same type of player. Doesn't play the same position. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, we are doing our 30 games in thirty over 30 days. We're starting with the Cleveland Cavaliers. But I actually want to give a shout-out to Tyler P. Watts for finally getting that dynasty uh, rules up on the Patreon. So if you guys go out to patreon.com slash watching the boxes, uh, even if you're not a subscriber, you will have uh, the ability – to see the rules for Tyler's Dynasty League. But if you want to join that Dynasty League, uh, you need to uh, go ahead and click subscribe on the Patreon account. That's patreon.com slash watching the boxes. You will either be entered into the Dynasty League or Mike's Boring Redraft League. Plus, you will get exclusive content in the lead up to the season. So, Tyler, uh, congratulations on finally getting those rules out there. Like, you know I sent you those rules like two weeks ago and you just didn't respond. That's uh, – no one can prove that. That's the best part of this. Nobody can prove Dude, that. Dude, I will I tweet out the picture of the day I sent it to you. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> that's not a good idea. That's personal correspondence and that's an invasion of my privacy and I, I just don't – I don't feel comfortable. Uh, but also, you know, Ooh, this was Watching on- the boxes rift. I'm excited for that. This was on you, Tyler, so I'm glad you finally got those – you finally got those out there. Uh, let's talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers because this is a, no LeBron, completely new team. LeBron in the West, East is wide open, uh, and I feel like that um, LeBron leaving the East has has really made um, well. First off, it's made the East way worse, but it's also I think made it a little bit more interesting fantasy wise, especially um, the Cleveland Cavaliers who have to replace all of the production that LeBron gave them. Uh, so I guess. I mean, is that the most interesting thread? The lack of LeBron on this team? The non-LeBron is... So they're basically the same team they were last year. Minus LeBron. Right? They traded LeBron for Colin Sexton. But LeBron is the offense. He runs all the plays. He coached the team. He Everybody revolved around him. They They didn't run plays that well, we didn't involve this. LeBron. We like, talked about this, this all last year, right? This team. He was 
you know, in the running for number one in, in fantasy for the first time in how many years, all because he had to put this team on his back because they couldn't play any defense. And if LeBron didn't do it all, they, they weren't going to win. And so now they're just not going to win. <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to win any games. And they also just, I mean, like, they don't have a cohesive team. It's just a like, I, we're not even sure who who's going to start on this team. I guess you've got... Um, there's a potential that uh, George Hill, I, w- I would guess, starts. Jordan Clarkston is involved there. J.R. Smith's still on the team. Kyle Corver's still on the team. Channing Fry is a person. Uh, Larry Ness Jr. is still on the team. And obviously Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson are still on the team. So it's a similar. You're saying it's a similar team. That is true, but the team has completely changed. Well, the team – okay, in that aspect – I'm with you, but the personnel really hasn't other than LeBron leaving, right? It's almost all the same faces that it was last year, except for we took out and we added David Nawaba, I guess. We took out LeBron and we added David Nawaba and respect to David Nawaba and Colin Sexton, right? Like we we just did a a two for one swap there, but like the, for the names on this team aren't really any different. If that was a fantasy trade, I would, uh, I would veto that as collusion. Just saying. So, What's crazy, though, and I think we talk about this a lot, right, that every team's going to score 95 points and they're going to get a set number of assists, right? Like, it's it's not like so, this team's not going to get any assists. But if you look at, like, their assists from last year, somebody's going to have to get more assists or Colin Sexton's going to get LeBron's eight. Yeah, someone has to replace I – mean, no one on this team averaged more than three assists a game other than LeBron James. Yeah, Clarkson, right, and you got George Hill. So I think those are kind of the uh, the front runners. But this team is going to revolve around Kevin Love now. Would you so, Would you disagree with that? Oh no, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. And Kevin Love had a pretty good year, even though he only played 59 games. He only played 28 minutes. So I mean, chances are he's going to play a lot more than that. He averaged about 18 points, nine rebounds, hit uh, a little over two threes. He's he's kind of one of those last big men on the board when it comes to like the that third fourth round area. Even though per game he did rank twenty seventh, uh, and that's just because he he kind of does all of the things. But he's not he's a big man who doesn't give you blocks, and and that that is and or really gives you assists, and that's that's nothing that I'm happy about. So does he go back to Minnesota, Kevin Love, where he got you four assists a game? The assists are going to go up, but the four assists a game seems steep. Right, that seems like a big increase, and I don't think the rebounds are going to go up to Minnesota level. No, like, I, I mean, mean we, could, we he, got... could he reach 10? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, right, if okay. he got a, f- yeah. a few more. And we got to look at it, too. Like, the last two years, he's only played 31 and 28 minutes a game. Like, if he's the horse, I mean, how much was LeBron playing last year? You know what I mean? Like, could... Could he go back up to that 35, 36 minutes he was playing in Minnesota? Especially if this team thinks they're going to be competitive. I mean, it's definitely towards that um, 32, 33 range, which gives him a little bit of uh, – and then the fact that the, the whole team's got to be revolve, revolve around him. He's going to take more shots. His percentage, uh, field goal percentage is going to go down. But he's going to score more, probably hit more threes, maybe get a, a few more assists as LeBron isn't hogging the ball all day. Uh, and I don't know if he'll get more threes. And here's why I'll say that. Really? I think, I think 
he was i don't know that he loves to shoot threes he's actually gotten better at it right like he's he was 41 percent for the first time ever but i think that was more a function of lebron attacking the basket and him just posting up the three-point line and and catching an open look if he's gonna have the ball in his hands more isn't he going to be the one attacking and not necessarily shooting so many That's spot true. He, he, he could be posted up a little bit more, but he, um, I mean, he, he kind of got a lot of those threes off of just everybody focusing on LeBron. So yeah, you, you could be right that his um, looks like uh, not, not career highs actually in the last five years, he averaged more three pointers on Minnesota than he did in his, his last year in Minnesota than he did on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is it, isn't it weird that this is year five? Doesn't it feel like it wasn't that long ago when this Kevin Love trade happened? Oh, yeah. That, uh, it is crazy to, to look back at stuff like that because you're like, year oh, five. yeah, that happened like, what, two years ago? No, no, that was five years ago now. So I'll say this. ESPN has him ranked 22nd. I don't want Kevin Love as my second-round pick. Oof. 22nd that is that is aggressive that that is declaring they think he is going to be 26 and 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 12 well yeah and and you and i talk about this a lot right that those small gains and steals and blocks matter a lot more because there's obviously like 1.5 or 2 is the best you're going to get in any of those categories he just doesn't get any steals and blocks really. He's less than a steal per game. He's probably going to be 0.8, 0.9 and somewhere around half a block. So he's never going to be a top 10 player, I don't think. Yeah, and even if assists approve, it's not like it's not going to be significant. So then you got the injury worry, right? I mean, he played 60 and 59 games the last 2 years. Now the 3 years before that are 77, 75 and 77. Yeah, so you, let's let's the, split the difference, right? But the year before seventy-seven was like ten. That's that true. Was the year he broke his hand and missed almost the whole season. So I'm I'm not super into saying it's going to be eighty games. You know what I mean? And it, if it's seventy, sure, that's great. That and that feels fine. And I feel even with like wear and tear, everybody in the league is playing somewhere between seventy and seventy-five games. Uh, and that's like best case scenario for almost everybody. Uh, Kevin Love here being the focal point. You know, if you get 70 games out of him, that's fine. I, I It's weird because there's a group of people, I think, who are – so the ESPN people who's got him ranked 22 thinks he's going to be 26 and 12. I don't think that's going to happen. Mark's got him ranked 33rd. And that's also um, 33, 34 is where he's being drafted in Yahoo mock drafts right now. And that feels a lot – more fair but it also feels like face value so i i do think kevin love is um going to have a better fantasy season this year than he did last year simply because of the situation uh drafting him at the 34th spot feels like you are picking him right around the area and hoping he 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 gets closer to that those minnesota days but you're picking a basically at value instead of getting a deal off of him i'll say this i i'm not really into kevin love this year i think he's gonna be better like i i I mean we talked about right he's gonna be the focal point of this offense but at pick 33 like man give me marcus all over kevin love like i just what's kevin love gonna give me that's gonna get me excited a bunch of rebounds and a bunch of points and maybe a few assists. 
I'm just not. It's a threes in a good in a in a good uh, free throw percentage. So if you're punting certain things, he he does rise a little bit. Um, I'd say that's where I have him pegged in that Marcus Hull, Kevin Love range there in the mid third round, upper mid third round. If if you take a shot, I mean, I guess I'd rather take a shot on Kevin Love instead of Marcus Hull because we know who Marcus Hull is. Marcus Hull is very good. But Kevin Love does have a little bit higher upside this season, and it's worth it, to me. It would be worth take taking Kevin Love a pick before Marcus All. Fair enough. The rest of this team is a mess. Yeah, very um, hard to peg most of the other players on this team. Yeah, so let's start with the guards. Um, we have Sexton, George Hill, Jordan Clarkson. Uh, they did just resign Rodney Hood. All of those guys, uh, excluding they Sexton. They also have Nawaba, right? I mean, he's a guard. Yeah, Nawaba. And Nawaba was pretty good. Uh, and Jared Smith and Kyle Korver. And... Well, ener- he's a good energy guy off the bench. I want to stick to the guys who actually might handle the ball uh, from a point guard perspective. Uh, even though none of these guys are true point guards, it feels, except for maybe Sexton. No. Um, uh, he, he, he doesn't feel like a he feels like a combo guard, but he feels like the closest to a, a, a point guard in the entire mix. So if you look at, and it's okay. I'll say two things about Sexton. Sure. All the draft people are, were basically saying he profiles best as like a sixth man scorer type. Like thing. a combo, combo guard. Right. Think Lou Williams minus last year when Lou Williams went crazy. Think Jamal Crawford, someone like that, right? Someone who's going to come in and get buckets. Now, was that because his Alabama teammates were less than stellar, or was that because, you know, because he got his. If you watched an Alabama game, he got his, man. He put the ball in his hands, and he tried to score. But there really wasn't another NBA-type prospect on that Alabama team. But But then put the ball in the summer league, and he did the same thing, and there were a few halfway decent players on that Cavs summer league team. So – I think he's just going to try to get his. You do not think he is going to be a source of assists going into next season? Well, I mean, if you need like three a game, sure. That's I wouldn't call that a source of assists. Like, uh, I mean, you did say earlier there's those assists have to go somewhere. But as you're saying, Colin Sexton is the closest thing. As I said, the, he's the closest thing they have to a point guard on this team. He's not a point guard. He's not a true point guard. Um Maybe they try to mold him into a true point guard. That's not going to happen overnight. That's definitely not going to happen in this first year. And, and and guards usually don't fare terribly well their rookie seasons. So, well, especially well, early um, in their rookie seasons. Right? Oh, we yeah. saw that with a ton of guys last year. Dennis Smith, uh, De'Aaron Fox, right? Like all those big names, Lonzo Ball, right? All those guys were shooting horribly. And they really weren't doing very good for those first couple months. And then a lot of them kind of clicked it in there and, and got a little better. Yeah, so um, he uh, Colin Sex is being picked in Yahoo mock drafts at one thirty-two, a um, pretty much a last or next to last round flyer. Uh, ESPN has got him ranked at one eighteen, which feels a little high, and Mark's got him at two thirty-two, playing twenty-six minutes a game. That's that's really bad, um, and that's because his percentages don't. Um, but, but it's not just that. According to his projections, he averaged. 
Well, he got 28 steals in 33 games last year for Alabama, and he got three blocks. Three. Yeah, I mean, that's not good either. So this guy, and this is one reason why I don't even really want him, even as a last-round flyer. I think the Cavs are going to split the minutes, right? You saw guys like Clarkson and Hood. I mean, you mentioned all the names, right? They're all going to get minutes. So what is the ceiling, right? If this is the Colin Sexton's best-case scenario, what does he play next season? As, at the end of the season number, right? So, like, if the Cavs think he might be getting 30 minutes a game come February. But yeah. he's not going to start off at that, right? Especially, I mean, I, I'm telling you, like, all these people keep saying me that they think they're going to make the playoffs. And they're going to try to win games. And if Colin Sexton's struggling, he's not going to play 20 minutes. He's not going to play 26 minutes at the beginning of the season. And his fantasy game doesn't translate. Like like we're saying, like, look at his blocks of steals. His percentages aren't that great. His best case scenario isn't good in a, in a fantasy sense. And the fact that they have plenty of guys like Jordan Clarkson, uh, like uh, Rodney Hood, George Hill, who can play the point guard position, even though they're not true point guards, they can right. play the point guard position. Those guys are going to play over him. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on not taking a flyer on Colin Sexton at all. And here's the other thing I'll say. Like, if you're in a dynasty league or, or some sort of keeper league, I don't know what he's really ever going to give you. Like, I wouldn't be spending a lot of capital on this guy. I think his best case scenario, like I said, is he's a six-man scorer off the bench who gives you no steals and no blocks and, like, two or three assists and, like, two or three rebounds a game. Like, that's not super sexy. No. That isn't very good at all. Uh, let's let's also knock off a couple guys who are getting picked. I have no idea why these guys are getting drafted in Yahoo drafts. Cal Corver and J.R. Smith. I'm not I'm, – I'm trying to figure out where these two guys – J.R. Smith played 28 minutes last season. Uh, Kyle Corver – Played twenty one. Are they are they playing more minutes? Is that what people think? Are they getting a bigger role on this team? Is that is that the consensus? Because even if they are, what are they going to do differently than they did last season? Jared Smith's going to take I more think, shots. It's probably is, is probably what's going to happen. I think this is a name recognition thing, right? People remember Absolutely. them on the Cavs with LeBron, and and that's why I put them on this list is to say I don't know why you're picking these guys like. Are the, there are three-point streamers in a deeper league, right? They're ranked outside the top 200. Both of them should be. So they're literally three-point streamers in a deeper league. Like, if you need two-and-a-half to three three-pointers a game, I'll bank on J.R. Smith or Kyle Korver over a lot of dudes to get and, that. Yo, pour one out for Kyle Korver. Uh, still kicking it after all these years at his old age. One of the uh, really great uh, underrated fantasy guys when he was in his prime Dude's down in his prime, and also the league has changed. Two three-pointers a game is good, but it isn't great. Yeah, right, and I mean, I guess if you play in a three-point percentage league, like maybe there's some value there because he's always – I mean, he led the league in, in 2016, 2017. Yeah, and he stays steady and the league went up. Like, um, I think both of those guys getting drafted is real silly. And I would rather I would rather draft Colin Sexton than those two guys. Oh yeah, no doubt. Even in a deeper league, right? Like 
take the upside shot on Sexton because you know that JR and, and Corver aren't really going to give you anything other than three pointers made. And even like you said, even that's not a special number. It's not like it's three or four. It's like two to two and a half. Yeah. It's just not special. That leaves uh, Jordan Clarkston, George Hill, and Rodney Hood, a trio of mediocrity to to fill in the rest of these uh, these minutes on this team. Are you are you leaning towards any one of those three guys more than the other? As far as fantasy, man. That, okay, so Clarkson is a get his type guy too. Yeah. And we've seen him do it. We've seen him perform well. But I mean, you can you can see the numbers when he played 32 minutes for the Lakers, which he's not going to get this year, right? He, no. he got you like 15 points, like four rebounds, two and a half assists and a steal. Like, okay, that's fine, but there's like no upside in this pick either. So, no. yeah, for my no, last no. pick, like I I don't even want him. Like is that crazy to say? Like I don't want him. He played 22 minutes a game last year on Cleveland. They have most of the same characters back, and they added Colin Sexton. Yeah. Like what's what's making me think he's even going to play 25 minutes again? I'm with you. He had that stretch of the Lakers where he he, he looked pretty good. Uh, but you know, I, I think that was a little fool's gold, and he's, he's already 26. He's going into his prime. It's as best as he's going to be, and right now he's not that good. Um, I, I do think all these guys do uh, – once they adjust back to not playing LeBron ball, will figure out their way back to their old form. If you're if you're telling me I got to take a flyer on someone in a stand yeah. as my last pick, it's definitely George Hill, and it's not it's, close. Yeah, that's where I was going. If anyone could revert back to their form and and be fantasy relevant, I think it's George Hill. Well, even if you get Indiana George Hill with Paul George, okay, right? We got one of those seasons uh, on the list here. Twelve points. Four rebounds, three and a half assists, a steal, 1.7 three-pointers, some decent percentages. Like, okay, he's, like I'll, I'll take that as a last pick. Like, at least you get, you're getting, you know, some decent rebounds and decent assists, a steal, and okay points. I mean, I'll take I'll take Utah, George Hill. Um, some points I think are going to be had because points have to come from somewhere on this team. But once again, the rest of his stats are fairly mediocre. Um, but they are a little bit more media, uh, more mediocre or less mediocre. I don't know which one means better, but um, they are well, a little more bit mediocre would mean like more to the average. So You're I right, guess yeah. less mediocre, less mediocre. George Hill's <sighs> mediocrity is uh, less than the other two. All I'm trying to say is George Hill's better than the other two. So uh, if you were taking a flyer in a deeper or a, just a bigger league, not a deeper league, but a bigger league, he's out there. You need somebody who's going to play some good minutes. You need someone with a little bit of upside. All right, cool. I think there's other players out there. But George, if you draft George Hill with one of your last picks, that's fine. Rodney Hood, I'm not interested in. Jordan Clarkson, I'm not interested in. Hood and Clarkson are both basically both just points, dudes. They get points. Yeah, that's it. They get points. If you want points, they get a couple points. But like, even they're more streamer points, guys, to me than anything, though, because like they don't do anything else. You don't get anything else from those guys that's really valuable at all. I agree. I'm staying away from those two. So I guess I, I, I guess you know George Hill is the guy who's going to be honestly the, tar- the target here. There were three. There are three dudes I would say that are drafted. 
draft a bull in a standard league. Nance, on this on this Love, team? Yeah, Nance, Love, and George Hill. That's it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say who's the third? George Hill barely uh draftable in my opinion. Well, I mean, uh, and and we can talk about Larry Nance if you want, right? Like he gets you one point three steals a game in like twenty two minutes. Yeah, we're we're gonna get there. I also wanna I wanna just put the kibosh on people who are interested in Tristan Thompson. Um yeah, he gets rebounds. Yeah, he's gonna get rebounds. Okay, cool. If you're streaming your head to head, you need rebounds and you pick with your last pick. Fine. Other than that, any other type of league, stop stop drafting him with your 135th pick. Uh, but yeah, Larry Nance is probably the more interesting guy on this on this uh, the rest of this roster. Uh, and you hit it right on the head. Uh, he's like a block steal type of type of guy. And what's stopping him from playing a bunch next season? Well, so that's a good. It's a good thought. And I'm going to caution people by saying this. Why could he only ever get 20 minutes a game for both the Lakers and the Cavs? Right? Like you can remember those Lakers team, his first two years, like they weren't great and they didn't. Okay. Julius Randall was playing over him, but I mean, look at some of those other guys that were playing over him. Like why could he never get more than 22 minutes? There's gotta be a reason, right? I actually thought when he came to Cleveland, he was going to be fairly interesting running with LeBron, and he wasn't. He was he was for like a game or two, and then they stopped playing him. Yeah, so, I mean, Mark hasn't projected at 26 minutes. I think even that's generous. Yeah. Uh, but in 26 minutes, like, his stat line will look real good. It'll be like a steal and a half and pretty close to a block and like 10 or 11 yeah. points and eight rebounds. Like, we're talking about a pretty sexy overall line. Yeah, and a good field goal percentage and a not great, but also not murder and, you free throw percentage. So and, this is the flyer I would rather take in, in the late rounds is Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, and here's the other thing about saying, you know, that we were, we're, we're banking on some of those other guys to do something they at least haven't done in a couple of years. With Larry Nance, if he just gives you his stat line from last year, in 21 and a half minutes, he got 6.8 rebounds and 1.3 steals. Like he's helping you in two categories and his steal goal percentage is really good, but it's not helping you a ton because there's not a ton of volume, but it's no. a positive. And if you care about turnovers, which you should, uh, he doesn't ever turn the ball over. So that, that helps as well. But if that's not important to you because you're in a head-to-head league or an A-cat league, which is just, you know, kind of you know beginners type of fantasy basketball um he's he's just not as valuable but still standard league relevant so the more minutes he gets the more valuable he comes he becomes yeah and he's going outside the top 100 in both right he's ranked 135 in espn and yahoo adp he's like he's 109.4 that's fine i mean I, I i'll take a flyer on him probably in a few leagues you know, just to have him and hope that he gets more minutes. But I'm going to cause people on saying, oh, he's going to get 30 minutes a game. Like, no, I yeah. think it's probably like 25 max. But yeah, a little, ag- little aggressive there. But that's my late round flyer. Wow. What a what a bad what a bad team. That team is going to not be good. Uh, so he- I got the, the deeply guy I want to talk about. Yeah, it's this Chetty Ausman. It's not Sam Decker. No. And here's what I'll say. Some of the the coaches have been touting 
this guy. He just dropped 25 points in an international game. I'm not saying he's going to get minutes at the beginning of the season, but if I'm drafting two or 300 players in my league, you might want to take kind of a last-round flyer on this guy. He's ranked 423rd in ESPN leagues. I, I think I would draft him a little higher than 300, you know? Yeah, right? And and so I'm talking about, like, okay, if, if I pick him at 180, yeah. I think I got a shot to get a little bit of value. Now, here's the issue with him. He's not going to produce any defensive stats, but he could get you some points, some decent rebounds, some threes, shoot a decent field goal percentage. He's a bucket getter. If you need a bucket getter in a deep league, he may not be the worst fire. And you're also – this is a weird team that doesn't really have any wings. So um, if he plays – if he can play that position and Kyle Korver's getting older, so who knows how his health will go. J.R. Smith is always a loose cannon. Well, and here's and, the thing, too. If they stink, which I think they're going to. Yeah. Right? Like, what's the sense of holding Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith and, you know, all these guys in their 30s, right? Like, just move them. Yeah, that and that's really – this is going to be the biggest variant team out there because if they think they're going to make the playoffs and they're, like, just oh and fucking 13, you know, like – it's going to be probably a, a, a fire sale. Even Kevin Love could get moved. So this just could be com- like just completely different of a of an this analysis is... come come <laughs> December, you know, come January. This uh, might not who, be relevant at all. Who was the thirty year old guy who dropped like the twenty points last year? Andre Graham. Is that his yeah. name? This is this is my T, this was one of my top two or three teams for that to happen this year, right? Like, just some random guy out of the G League you've never heard of at the end of the season, like, puts up a 25-point game on the Cavs. And I respect that. Um, I think that is it for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's bury this team. I'm very happy to see them uh, not being competitive for the next decade or so. Thank you, LeBron James, for leaving that franchise high and dry with no draft picks. Um, That's it. We're going to continue our 30 games in over 30 days series, and we want you to send us your feedback. So either rate and review us on whatever you're listening to this to, or tweet at us at watch the boxes for me. And Tyler is at Tyler P Watts, W A T T S. And if you want to get into Tyler's dynasty league or my boring redraft league, or even an experimental three category league that we might or might not do, Go check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Can I say something about your three category league? Feel free. I know you got something negative to say about it, Tyler. It's a five category league. You're just adding two things in two of the categories. Well, that is your opinion. And also, <laughs> it is a five statistic just... league, but there's only three categories. Yeah. It's, it doesn't uh... make any sense. Why is it not just five categories? We're gonna, you know, we're out there trying new things with some of the other analysts out there in the fantasy world. Math on my fantasy time. I don't want to do that. You're not gonna have to. There's things called computers. It'll do all the math for you. But what if I'm watching the game and I want to know how many points Dirk Nowitzki's got me today? Well, I I don't I don't know what to tell you. You gotta add and subtract. I'm not good at that. I only got ten fingers and ten toes. Just uh, we'll 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 do it on fan tracks, and that way it'll be updated live. No one will have a problem. So go check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes if you want to get into one of these ridiculous leagues. 
or just the Boring Redraft League. Subscribe. We really appreciate all our subscribers out there. You guys are all awesome. And we will catch everybody for the next team. Have a good one, everyone.